All right. Hello and welcome to the Closet Confessions podcast, everyone. On this episode, I have the honor of Sierra Porter joining me. She is not in my closet. She is in Phoenix. Is that correct? Yes. I just reached out to her. I um, know two of her brothers and her mother a little bit, and I follow her on social media, and I just love her vibe. And um, I think she's just doing some really exciting things. And I just reached out. Sierra, would you want to be on my podcast? And she agreed. So now here we are. So welcome, Sierra Porter. Thank you so much. I am so excited. Yeah, I loved reading that DM and just when we talk, talked on the phone, too, just hearing a little bit about your history and like why you started this podcast. I'm so excited to chat. I grew up in Indiana in a big family. I have eight, seven siblings, so it's eight kids. And then in eighth grade, we moved to Missouri, and I lived there all through high school, all through college. I played basketball in college. Uh, all for my who? siblings play basketball. Yeah, for who? For who did you play for? Oh, University of Missouri. So MIC. Missouri. <laughs> yeah, I didn't leave. And then... After college, I finished, I think it was two years ago. You know, everything's kind of a blur. Right. But post-college, I've just been doing a lot of photography, videography, traveling, and then started a sustainable swimwear line um, not even a year ago yet. I think it's been like eight months, maybe. So I have my hands in a few different things. But yeah, I would say photography and videography is my main thing at the moment. Yes. Well, and I don't think in the couple times that we've chatted that I've told you this, but I knew one of your neighbors lived next door to you guys when you lived. And so, and he used to tell me about, about how you just like always had your camera and like even. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was a blast from the past. I was so bad at photography back then. (laughs) But you just. (laughs) Oh, well, I don't think I ever saw anything that you did, but he just, one thing that stood out that he said was that you just, and that your sister always had a book. Like she always had a book and you always had a camera. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very accurate description. So eight siblings, eight of you. What, and who's the oldest? So I have an older sister and then it goes me and then there's five boys and then a little girl. And um so basically you could you could divide and have a full on basketball game with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> with, we've yeah. done that. I think there's one or two times that we've tried that. Yeah. We have to get mom and dad involved. But it has it's been a minute. We have busy schedules, everyone's kind of all over the place, but it's actually crazy that we're able to do that. <laughs> yeah. A perception or uh, a thing that we see, though, is that y'all are just really close and a really close family. And I find that to be very intriguing. I'm an only child, so I don't have any oh, siblings. Yeah. And I just always wanted a big family. And I just I think it it's super cool how close you guys are. And I want to talk about the swimwear line, though. So yeah. can you tell us about it? The swimwear line. Um, it started... Probably, I had the idea about a year and a half ago, and the reason I had an idea is because whenever I travel, I usually, like, partner with brands to take pictures for them wherever I'm at, just to, a way to get my trips paid for. Yeah. And so, before, I had partnered with Swimmer Lines, and then I was going to Thailand, and I was reaching out to a couple of Swimmer Lines to try to partner with them, and this is, like, the only time where nobody's ever answered me. And so I was kind of annoyed. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just start my own Swimmer Line. So that's honestly, like, why I had the idea. But then, like, thinking more into it, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, there's, like, some certain things that I want to be sure that are incorporated. And so that's the sustainability side. Um, That's the making sure that we're working with ethical manufacturers that 
provide a living wage to their employees. And then also, uh, my faith is super important to me, and a part of that is tithing 10% of the income. And so we make sure we give to organizations that either help people or the planet. So we kind of choose a different place every month. That's so, so awesome. Really I yeah, love it's that. Been cool. Thank you. You are vegan, too. I am vegan. When I say that, I've had some people say, well, what does that even mean? What does that, like the vegan, like the swimwear line? Okay, the most of our swimsuits are made from recycled plastics. And so this is like plastic taken out of the ocean, spun into fabric. But we do have one style that looks a lot like leather, but it's like a vegan leather, which pretty much just means fake. Like it's not animal. Right. It's not animal skin. Is that what they use? The skin? That's sad. But (laughs) yeah, so that's, I think you were thinking sustainable, but we do have one style that's like vegan because it's a fake leather. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So where all have you traveled in just let's, well, I guess with COVID that's probably out of all the places that you've gone, what would you say is your favorite place that you've traveled to? That is such a hard question to answer because I feel like each place there's truly like a different reason why it's my favorite. But if I have to answer it, Oh, okay. I'm going to pick two. Okay. One, (laughs) one is Vietnam. That was my first big trip ever it was like such a culture shock and me and my friend Hallie went and we planned nothing except for our hotel for the first night so we had no idea where we were going who we were going to meet what we were going to do and I just felt like that was so I don't know I don't know it was an experience that I never had before it it really humbles you because you're in a country with so many people that have their own life that is so separate from you never have no idea who you are like don't know you can't even talk to them. Right. So it was just a very humbling experience, very eye-opening. And it just made me realize how much culture is out there beyond the United States and how beautiful it is to witness it and to learn it. And then I would say my second favorite, well, not second, they're tied, Kenya. I went oh, on a mission God. trip, actually. And so that is one where I feel like a piece of my heart is still there, um, really connecting mm-hmm. with those kids and just getting to talk about Jesus and getting to love on kids that, you know, don't have any family. We went to a shelter where it was like hundreds of children that they just found in the streets and just took in. So it it was something that I, I promise you, I almost came home with a baby. Like I really asked them about adoption. (laughs) I would want to do the exact same thing. I would. They didn't let Americans though. They what? They don't let Americans adopt. How do you stay? Like, you just always have this huge smile on your face, <laughs> I feel like. Um, what are some of your tips or tricks or your routine to just stay positive? Have had moments where you want to scream in the pillow or... For sure. You For know, sure. Hit, the punching, right, hit the punching bag. We do. We all have them. But what is... What is give it, tell us what you do. What is your way to get through those frustrating times in life and to keep that positive attitude? I truly think that I cannot attribute it to myself at all or any practices or things that I do. Like, sure, I have a gratitude journal of these things, but I feel like it 100% goes back to my faith because when you have like a purpose that you know is so much bigger than you and you have a piece that doesn't come from you, it's like on a solid rock, then no matter what happens, no matter how many low moments you have, how many of those screaming into the pillow moments you have, mm-hmm. which I have on fair share, <laughs> you have that foundation to go back to and you know that everything is woven together like for your favor. So, I mean, and I know that that does not apply to everyone. Everyone's going to believe what I believe, but I, for me, I think that's the only reason I do have that positive outlook because 
if I didn't have that purpose and that direction, then I mean, the, the hard moments, there's nothing like really to look past that too. Exactly. And so I'm just very blessed to have my faith in my relationship with God. Yeah, I completely agree too. Faith has been just a huge in my life too. My mom likes to say, let go and let God. And it really is a, it is a yeah. thing in those moments, you know, like the letting go, but just understand that whether you believe in God or what, whoever your God is, but just letting that go, definitely just understanding that this is just a moment. That's something I always say too. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is just a moment in what is happening or supposed to happen or get me to where I'm supposed to be. So. And yeah. I, I think like you said, it's just a moment. Like if you really step outside of your situation and look back and realize, well, everything's been fine up until now. Like I've gone through lows and I've gone through and everything's fine. So like, I'll be fine after this. It, it makes it easier to step back from that moment, but it's so much easier said than done. I think it's something you probably get better at with age. At least that's been my case. <laughs> the big things don't seem quite so big. And I also think just the perspective too travels helps me with this, with like one being in Kenya, seeing a completely different kind of poverty that I've ever experienced and the joy on those children's faces, like literally nothing. They have circumstances where I would be so pouty and so miserable and they are just so joy filled. And that really puts into perspective, like all the worries or all the troubles that I go through and just really minimizes them and makes me realize that, I mean, if they have this joy and they'll, they will tell you, these children will tell you it's because they love Jesus. And I just think that's the most pure and beautiful thing. Aww. And so I've tried to mimic that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. I find myself where I'm like aggravated or frustrated that I have to take out the trash. And I'm like, yeah. guess what? At least I live somewhere that has trash pickup you yes. know? and it's those moments where I'm like get it together there's so much more get I agree as we get older I think it's the maturity but also it really doesn't seem as big and I think I might have used to be a person like that but that's just not um I, I like I think about it and I'm I don't even know how I was that way. Again, gratitude and having a positive attitude is nothing that can be taught. You have to decide to choose that um, and live that way. And there are some people that don't want to do that. And um, like I always say, that's okay. They don't have to. Yeah. But oh, if they could just understand how much more life can be fulfilling and more fun when you do. For sure. There's just... I think there's a self-awareness piece of it. Like you have to be willing to step back and reflect and realize that part of the issue of the circumstance is just the way you're looking at the circumstance. Um, but we're all, we're all going to have those moments. Like I know one of my things, I feel like I just get annoyed really easily, <laughs> but I'm having to try to like retrain my brain. So I've had like a friend recently that I adore, but like there's certain things that were just like annoying me. So literally yesterday, I made myself sit there and, and like say out loud three things I really, really appreciate about her. And just doing that changes your mindset about the person in a situation. And so what a great, uh, sometimes just vocalizing it. It is. It definitely is. That's one reason why I'm, I do, I'm doing this podcast too, because mm -hmm. it just helps me stay focused on the positivity. And I love, love, love people. And I love to hear about their lives and their stories and their experiences. It's just something mm -hmm. I've always loved. <laughs> now I'm like stumbling. Um, yeah, you edit that out. <laughs> right. 
we're still working on all the, the editing. That's what it was. Let's go back to the business. So with you starting, you know, I love to how you're like, nobody was answering me. So it's like, you know, <laughs> if no one's going to give you what you want, you go get it yourself. Like that really is a thing, right? Yes. We can even bring it back to happiness and positivity. If nobody's going to make you happy, you actually right. are the only one that can. So how has it been, though, um, just every I mean I think that we all have a little entrepreneurship in us but uh-huh. it's the difference of actually taking the action and then continuing to go and you know <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever read the book the e-myth revisited have you ever read it or, not, no. so it's a really good book and long story short it's about this woman who baked and she baked these wonderful pies and so her friends and her family were like you should open up a pie shop and so she did mm-hmm. and it turns out that really all she was good at was baking the pies she wasn't so good at selling the pies and running yeah. the pie business right running the actual business so how what are what are some things that you've um ran into the wall in the business that you said, ah, this isn't the part I want to be doing, but you've gotten through it. Right. Well, I just mentioned, I do have a business partner, my friend Aubrey. She owns it with me. Okay. Um, yes. I reached out to her like right when I had the idea, I was like, Hey, do you want to do this? And she was like, yeah. And so now we're just doing it. But some things we've run into, I, I feel like we're very blessed because my main thing, like I said, is photography, videography, mm-hmm. I can design websites. So we haven't really had to outsource much. I would say, the hard part is like I have all the inventory at my house, so I ship it all out. Like I do all, I package it up, I do all that, and it's <laughs> that's the energy that's exhausting right now, right? Right, but I mean, once we reach a certain point, I'll definitely outsource that. And then there's also like the just the tax side of it. I do not like that at all. <laughs> that's where I'm at too. With the like you said, just edit that out. I that takes me forever and my brain starts to hurt because that's not what I'm good at and easy at but yeah the techie part I don't know any of that um and then one thing that we've definitely run into also is I kind of just assumed like that every I'm kind of like naively optimistic about people and take them at their word and so we tried the whole like influencer thing and that has been a disaster. Like we've sent suits to girls that like agreed to post and they just never post on like, ghost. And now like, you just have our phone now. Gave and then them we just don't have the stock. And like things like that. And when you really count like the cost of the suit versus like what profit you would have made and like that swing amount and then like multiply it by however many people like just never helps you out like they said they would. Like right. it adds up. And so that's been a tough lesson to learn. But now we just kind of do everything. We don't do influencer stuff. We're kind of like, forget that. Well, you guys, so. I mean, all, like, you guys are just all influencers anyways. Like, you and all oh. of your, right? you guys are all just gorgeous. So why not just use yourselves in that and not have to? I know. My friends have been so supportive. That's another area we've been super blessed. It's just our friends hype us up. They post whatever. Even if I'm just like, hey, put this on and then give it back. and Let me take a few pictures. Like, do <laughs> right, it. right. They're just so wonderful and yeah that's been a huge blessing Bing, do you live by yourself you just i do this is my first time living by myself How, what is that like it is amazing i don't think i realized how much of an introvert i am oh. and like i'm very yeah i could be outgoing i can talk to anyone whatever but recharging like i have to have my alone time and it's been amazing to not have to have the roommate arguments so i love it it was <laughs> It was weird at first because, you know, we're in COVID stage. Right. We aren't going out much. I didn't really know anyone here in Phoenix. And so, so I, I spent a lot of time by myself, but 
I think it was the most transformative period I've had just because when you have that time to reflect and just sit with your thoughts, you're either going to tank or you're going to grow. Exactly. I've been actually, I'm the same. I used to never want to be alone in the past few years. I just crave it. So why did you move to Phoenix? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, people ask me all the time. I never really know the full answer, <laughs> but I just didn't. I've seen a lot of people, I feel like, get stuck in Columbia. Not that yeah. it's a bad thing, but I didn't want to live. I've lived there for since 2010. I'm like, I don't want to live here forever and never experience anywhere else. And I really wanted to try and grow my photography, videography business somewhere else and see see how that went. And I was going to do California, but then just looking at the cost of rent alone, right. I was like, there's no way. Like, I'm not there. Yeah. So I'm like, I, but I wanted to go there because I love the ocean. Right. Like, Phoenix is like a five-hour drive. I can go on a weekend. It's fine. So In warm I've weather. A couple times. Yeah. I've been here a couple times and I loved it. So I was like, why not? And I just looked up an apartment and came. <laughs> That's so awesome. But I did hear you're coming you're coming back to Columbia here in like a couple weeks, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I come back pretty often to see my family because I miss them. Something that you when you look at yourself and you it's what is something you're working say that you're like not yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like, you know, on a resume, when they talk about a week, I have many, many, many weaknesses. I think there's lots of areas I could grow in. But I think one that I really just want to be better at is I feel like I'm such an idea person, like I'm such a dreamer. And yeah, a lot of times I make those dreams happen. But sometimes because I have so many, I can be scatterbrained and try to do a million things and then not do any of them exceptionally. And so just being being disciplined and Sometimes that's like, I'll be really focused on work. And then I'm just like, not the best at responding to my friends or checking out my friends and not like disciplined in my relationships area or it's vice versa. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I can do that later. I can do that later. And when everything, well, I don't work for anyone. And so it's like kind of on me to <laughs> make ends meet. And so like when I'm not disciplined, that, that that's just, you know, a, a hit on me. So it's something that I've had to definitely grow in, um, just, just being more, more of like a finisher of what I'm starting instead of just like starting a million different things. Yeah, I feel like I can totally relate to that. Totally. So can I ask you, is there a significant other? Is there a significant other? No, we don't have one right now. I'm single. I just thought. No, it's a fun call. I mean, that's like what girls talk about, right? Right. But, nah. So I've only had one serious relationship. How long how long was that relationship and how long ago was it? It was about two years long and it was about two years ago. So this dating I can only imagine is probably a little hard, right? With COVID period. I I'm just like I can pick up really easily if I even can see any type of direction with someone. And so yeah. I'm I don't really date that much it's kind of like i'll become friends with people and then if i see it if i see like the character qualities and everything that i'm looking for then i would explore it but i'm just so picky that i haven't really explored it with many people okay, what would be your perfect day on my perfect day i would wake up for sunrise so i'd wake up for sunrise okay and i would watch the sunrise at the ocean i would be obviously on the beach because i love the beach okay and i would have my whole family there there's like a few friends that I would absolutely have there. And we have acai bowls for breakfast. I'm getting really descriptive right now. <laughs> and now I'm really, I'm going to have to make one because Caitlin Seriously. just made one right before I jumped on here. And I'm like, oh, 
give me a bite. I want a bite. I'm so No, angry. it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And then, okay, so whenever we go on family and vacations, I always am in charge of coming up with the teams for Beach Olympics. And so oh. we would have Beach Olympics, which is super fun. That sounds And fun. then, you know, we have lunch. And then, I don't know. I could be at the beach all day. I'm trying to think of anything else fun we could do. There's really nothing better to me. Maybe, like, go on a boat for part of it. Yeah. Or jet skis, you know? Yeah. And then have a little bonfire, barbecue, cookout. Barbecue, I mean veggie burgers. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. So that was going to be my next question. Like, what is your favorite <laughs> What is just like hands down like that's my favorite meal, like and it can be it can be home cooked or you know from a restaurant or somewhere. Yeah, so I'm kind of one of those people when I start to like something, I just eat it every single day until like I get sick of it. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I'm not gotten sick of. Have you heard of Buddha bowls? It's uh, kind of just like a combination of whatever. So like I'll do like my combo is sweet potatoes, garbanzo beans peppers onions zucchini lettuce avocado whatever but i make a great sauce on top okay what's and the so sauce can, you just combine so there's this vegan mayonnaise called veganaise i've um, yes you know, i it mix it with sriracha and lemon juice and it is amazing yes do you do a little salt do you do a little salt and pepper in it well i season the veggies and stuff so they already kind of have salt on them so but you yes. have the cajun cajun seasoning on the sweet potatoes oh yeah just like I can't get enough roasted vegetables right now and I'm really so I'm into couscous but I can't get into quinoa I'm really trying hard okay wait I have an amazing quinoa salad I've been making well I'm gonna need you to send me that how you make it I'll send it to you I'll get you I'll get you hooked I don't know why it's like a I think it might be a little bit of a texture thing right now with me but I can get over it's just Maybe what I'm do the way I'm cooking it, it's just getting dry. Maybe it's just not. Maybe. Well, that sounds like a perfect day. The beach. I'm going to L. A. for my birthday in May, and I've never Ooh, been to L. A. So my friend lives in downtown L. A. Okay. Like by Little Tokyo, and so, but he just has the whole trip planned. We're doing Malibu, Venice Beach. We're all the things we really are. Yeah. Okay. I have an acai bowl place. Okay. You have to tell me. Yes. I you need to know that. Ba- okay. <sighs> I feel like he's talked about that before. My friend. Yeah. Back. Legendary. Okay. I'm writing that down, but yeah, I cannot <laughs> wait. But if you could just leave, um, some advice, what would it be? What would you say? Oh, you didn't tell me about this question. Okay, <gasps> sorry. <piece> of <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay, piece of advice. I just think one main thing is just push your dreams into action. I think I know a lot of people that have amazing ideas or have these ambitions, but it's kind of scary to leave the safety net of like either a nine to five or just like the path that your parents kind of expect or any of that. And so just if you have a big dream, then chase it because that's put in you for a reason. So I think that that's a huge thing. I love that. I am so glad that you um, agreed to do this. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This is fun. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening. And please stay tuned for the next episode of Closet Confessions.